Hello and welcome to the Deception Tips Podcast, where you will learn amazing cues to detect deceit that will help you read people like never before. I'm your host, Spencer Kaufman. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to episode 94 of the Deception Tips Podcast. Last week we talked about how memories are created with the senses. Therefore, when you are speaking with someone and you're trying to get the truth out of them or you're questioning them and you pretty sure that they're lying, you can use specific questions directed toward the unconscious mind to get more truthful responses. Why? Why is this? Why is this true? Well, it is because the unconscious is always truthful. It is the conscious that is deceptive and is self-serving and trying to get away with things. Therefore, when you ask the unconscious, you're going to get a truthful response. So use questions that are directed toward the senses, taste, touch, sound, feel, smell, those types of questions, and you will get responses that aren't fabricated. Now, however, if someone has thought about this and they are really creating a lie, they may give you lies for answers. Chances are, though, that they haven't rehearsed those, so you'll be able to tell whether they're a spontaneous lie and, and less prepared or if it is really a truthful response. Or they may give you a truthful response that is from something else, and you'll see that it doesn't apply to their current lie or their current story. So you'll be able to find those contradictions or those holes there. Questions like, well, what did it smell like when you were there? What were the sounds like? What did you hear? How did it feel? Uh, what did your skin feel like when you were there? Did your hair on the back of your neck stand up? Questions that are directed towards different sensations and feelings about their environment that's around them when they were in that specific situation. And then you can use your experience in life and in general to determine whether or not that is how you would have felt in that situation and then reason that humans are pretty much the same and that if one human is in a certain situation, chances are another human will feel a similar emotion or a similar way. There are exceptions, of course. But if someone is somewhere and it's scary and they feel scared, then generally someone else who's there is going to feel scared as well. Or if they hear leaves crunching under their feet while walking through the park on a fall day, then chances are another person is going to hear leaves crunching under their feet walking through the park on a fall day. So use that, use the experience to determine whether or not their stories and their sensations are the truth and whether or not they match what would really be there. So that's what we talked about last week. Today we are going to talk about a situation that is a little bit unusual. Now this one is very unusual actually because it involves the very small minority of people out there. It's, I don't know the percentage, but I would say it's like 10% of people, probably a lot less. However, there could be more and it depends upon the, I guess the real statistic or the real analytics and certifications and diagnostics that are out there. But if you were to say, in general, how many people have these tendencies or are like this? It's probably 10 to 20% then. 
we're talking about pathological liars or the people who lie all the time. Tendencies and traits are a lot more. Actual disorder or diagnostics are a lot less, maybe 5%, 5 to 10. These people out there are people who they tell lies naturally. It is who they are. It's bred into them. They've become so accustomed and used to lying that it doesn't even phase them. They're unconscious and conscious. They don't even battle anymore. It's almost like their unconscious is used to lying or wants to tell these lies. They have, it's like it's flipped. It's the lies have encompassed their whole being and they believe these lies as truth. Now, these people are very smooth and very uh, usually they use them. The people who are famous pathological liars are the ones that you know of are criminals. Ted Bundy, for example, famous serial killer, pathological liar that was able to get anybody to come and follow him or things like that. A lot of cult leaders could have been pathological liars. A lot of people say Hitler had to be a pathological liar just because he was able to tell a lie long and hard and get a bunch of people to believe it. it it's up to you know, your own opinions and circumstances and whether you think someone is or is not. But there is a psychological disorder for pathological lying. So whether or not someone fits that criteria, you can look it up in the DSM or the Diagnostical and Statistical Manual if you really want. But enough about all of that. Let's get to the heart of the matter and the reason for this podcast. So here it is. This is deception tip number 94. Pathological liars may not display any leakage because they are so accustomed to lying. What's more is that their truths may show more leakage than a lie. Here it is again, deception tip number 94. Pathological liars may not display any leakage because they are so accustomed to lying. What's more is that their truths may show more leakage than a lie. So this is an indifferent situation. When someone is a pathological liar, as I said, they are used to lying. Lying is in their nature. When someone asks them a question, they respond, and it's a lie or it's not a lie. It's the same response. doesn't matter. They have no physiological change. They have no remorse. They may have some remorse in some circumstances or bigger stuff, but generally, they think nothing of it. They don't think twice. They are... Lying and it's no big deal. They respond to things. It's a lie. It's a truth. They don't even think again on it. They have their conscious conscience isn't there in the lying. It's almost like people who are serial killers. They have them as psychopaths or sociopaths. They don't have any remorse when killing. They don't feel any emotion like that. This is a different level. It's they don't have any remorse when lying. They don't feel any emotion with that. They don't have that. Therefore, when they lie, it's no big deal. They don't have anything second-guessing them. They don't show those signs of leakage because they don't inherently believe that lying is wrong. It's simply a part of their nature. It's who they are. They maybe later on could be taught that it's wrong or maybe they would change or understand. That's why it's a psychological disorder. They can be treated. What's more is that their truths may show more leakage than a lie. This is because... They aren't used to telling the truth. Therefore, when they tell the truth, it's uncomfortable, so that battle will go on. Normal, quote-unquote, people are used to telling the truth. 
They're uncomfortable telling a lie, therefore they show leakage. These people are used to telling lies, therefore they're uncomfortable telling a truth, so they may show leakage. Not always, but sometimes. We're going to dive a lot more into that little scenario and explain it and expand upon it, coming up right after this. Do you ever wonder if that smile from the person you're interested in is sincere? Or is it merely polite? Spencer knows he's published groundbreaking research on smile detection, and his books can give you more insight into what that person is really feeling. Welcome back to Deception Tip episode number 94, where we are talking about pathological liars and how they are used to telling lies. They are liars. That is what they are. That is who they are. They love telling lies, and they do it in normal conversation. It's just a part of who they are. They don't even think about it. It's one lie after another, no big deal. There's no remorse. Their conscience isn't prodding them or weighing down on them for lying. And they don't really show any signs of leakage when they tell a lie. Now, they may still have micro-expression leakage, but they're not going to be showing all of these contradictory behaviors or the unconscious isn't going to be pushing for the truth because even though the unconscious is always truthful, this is the exception to the rule. These people are very few, far between, but they do not display the typical signs of leakage that everyone else displays. Therefore, if you're starting to get worried like, oh great, now all of a sudden I've learned all these tips Thanks a lot. We're 94 episodes in. I've been studying. I've been reading your books. I've been watching your videos and the blogs and all this kind of stuff. And now you're telling me that it doesn't even apply to people. Well, no, it still applies to people. It applies to pretty much everybody out there. I'm simply letting you know that there are certain people who are pathological liars that will not display the same tendencies as everybody else. It's fairly easy to spot these people. Because you'll know that, I mean, it's just one lie after another. It's coming out. They're usually very slick or sly. They're kind of like a con artist types. So you'll see them. You'll know them when you see them. Therefore, don't worry about not being able to spot their lies or spot deceit in anybody else. Because these guys are rare. They're few and far between. What's interesting, though, is that... Since they don't have that battle between the conscious and the unconscious when they're telling a lie, is that they may display leakage when they are telling a truth. Now, this isn't going to be in normal little truths. It's going to be in something big, something that they really don't know if they should say or don't know if they should tell someone because they're so used to lying. So now all of a sudden they're going to tell a truth and they may display this leakage because it's not normal for them. They're stressed about it. It's uncomfortable. They don't normally say stuff like this so now this is a little bit uncomfortable for them they may be a little stressed or tense about it so now their body may display leakage because there is a battle going on internally about whether or not they should do this it's the same thing when someone who's quote-unquote normal is telling a lie because when they're telling a lie there's something inside of them that they don't know if they should do this so there's that battle going on there's that tension inside of them well, when someone who is a pathological liar is telling a truth that they're not used to, there is a battle going on inside of them. It's not normal for them to do that. Therefore, there is that stress and tension. So you may see signs of leakage when these people are telling the truth. Now, does that mean they're lying? No. 
And how do you know if it's the truth versus a lie? Well, again, chances are you've been speaking to them for a little bit, so you will kind of see that, wow, a lot of stuff they're saying doesn't really make sense, or that was kind of a weird thing to lie about, or why are they lying so much? And then all of a sudden you they say something else, and you're like, whoa, look at that sign of leakage. What's going on? And you'll say, well, was that true? And you can keep talking with them, and through other patterns of behavior and through a baseline behavior and through finding different signs of body language and maybe some leakage or deception, you'll be able to tell whether or not that one sign was in fact a truth or a lie. And the reason you'll be able to tell is because simply because they're a pathological liar doesn't mean that they don't display any signs of emotion or body language. No, they simply don't when they lie. Now, if you were talking to a psychopath or a sociopath, like psychopathic or sociopathic individuals, same term or same meaning, just different terms over the decades, those individuals, they are not going to feel that emotion or they may not express that emotion. So if you're talking to them, that's a whole different ballpark. You probably need to study some psychology on that. But if you're talking simply to someone who is a pathological liar, they simply don't display information when they're lying. But they still display other signs and body language and emotion and stuff like that. So you'll be able to get a read and a feel for them in other conversation. And then when you see stuff when they're telling a story or lying, you can weed out, okay, well, that was leakage. Is it a truth or a lie? Well, they seem to be lying a lot, so that could have been a truth. Okay, let's get more into that. Why are they telling the truth? And if they start getting more and more uncomfortable, now you might be on to something. You might be finding what you're looking for. You might finally be getting the truth out of this person. Yeah, they may be very uncomfortable and try to change the subject or get away from you or whatever the case may be. But if it's a truth you really want, then you may want to continue down that road. Either way, these individuals are few and far between. You probably know someone in your life that maybe is a pathological liar or that has been deemed like he's kind of a crook or a con artist or he's someone that kind of speaks out of both sides of his mouth or feeds you misinformation or says he's going to do stuff and doesn't do it or follow it. Those types of people are usually very scattered. They're very spread thin. They commit to tons of stuff and never follow through. So watch out for them. Steer clear of them just because it's better for your health. You can try to help them if you want. Whether or not they accept your help will be up to them and not under your control completely. Either way, watch out for them, pay attention, and steer clear if you can. I want to thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Deception Tips Podcast. I hope that you'll share it with your friends, subscribe to the feed, take a look at the Deception Tips videos, the blog, and the books that I have available. And as always, tune in next week for a new Deception Tip.